Hey yo, welcome back to the Nuance Podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join me. I know it's been quite some time. Yeah. I am so sorry. I hate to be that deadbeat mama that's in and out of your life, but don't listen to your daddy. I still love you. Your girl had to unpack a few things, you know, get my mind right. Cause this summer has been raggedy. Raggedy. 2020 has tried all of us, but remember we gonna make it through and we're gonna make it through together. But we do have to address a few things i do want to remind you that i have started a new podcast with my best friend Derek bridgewater it's called the real housewives of quarantine and we get very messy okay of course we talk about a lot of real housewives drama and tea but we also talk about current events so if you like to get messy, definitely listen to The Real Housewives of Quarantine with Derek Bridgewater and myself. It is hosted from the same platform, so you ain't got to be confused. Ooh, where the link at? I don't know how to get to it. If you listening to this episode, you can easily listen to the episode prior to this one. It's entitled The Real Housewives of Quarantine. Let's get into the newest episode of the Nuance Podcast. I'm so glad you're back. Okay, we have to talk about what everybody is talking about. The whole entanglement thing. Black people, y'all running this into the ground. If you do not know what I'm referring to, uh, Mama's August. I'll sing you. I'll sing you. August. He sound like a wrestler. A old nasty wrestler to me. But y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. August and Jada, the whole entanglement thing. Jada went on her red table talk, sat down with um her husband, Will Smith, and they talked about and addressed what was going on between her and August. And she used the word entanglement and people have been running wild with this one. I don't know why people are so surprised that she was in a relationship um with august because do y'all remember that for like a solid year and a half they was down to the red carpet he was holding her waist with the kids at a barbecue my girlfriend loves to talk about the time she went to go see august perform and jada and jada's mom was in the front row and that was some tea because i was like why is she going by herself to see him um what has also been awkward and what I really want to address about the situation is why in the world, why in the world will people be <laughs> comparing Jada to R. Kelly? No, ma'am. No, sir. It's not the same thing and never will be. That ain't it and that ain't that. I don't even think I need to go. And I hate you. Like, I've said R. Kelly's name at least four times during this episode. And I'm not okay with it. Like, again, he like Candyman. I don't want him to pop up with that bandana and them braids. Look, but I do have to say this. What Jada did was a little creepy. Because she was in a position of power. Um... Because she's Jada, she she's Jada, she's Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, you know, she a bad bitch. She she's wealthy, she's beautiful. Um, because August is young, he grew up watching her on TV, um, and knowing that she's a full fledged superstar. 
And she was in a position of power where, you know, he was sick. He had lost family members and, you know, he was on drugs. And she she helped him get past a lot of that. And at the same time, you know, they had a sexual relationship. But let's not forget that August was 21. He was a consenting adult. Consent is the name of the game, friends. Would I have loved it if he was healthy, healthier when he met her? Yeah, but that's not my business. None of that is our business, but we just like to talk about it. But what we're not going to do is put her in the same category as a rapist. That's what we're not going to do. What we will talk about is how convenient it was that he decided to drop all the tea and all the business when he's dropping that album and have you heard the album it's 20 songs too long i think it's like 27 songs or 23 songs and it's very clear that the entire album is talking about her like oh this was four years ago and i'm all about you talking about your pain but let's like let's chill out a little bit on you know making the songs about jada like i get it i feel like she you know she definitely got that um that comeback you know she got that badu pussy and i understand that but at this point it's kind of like you letting your talent be overshadowed by what you do in your bedroom and i guess to each their own but i don't know if y'all heard this because it just dropped today august and rick ross why are we still putting rick ross on stuff can we stop? He creepy. And he, he ain't even who he say he is. Y'all heard of the real Rick Ross? Like, if you haven't, just Google it. I'm not feeling like... This ain't even that type of podcast where I would be talking about that. But <laughs> Rick Ross is a weirdo. Why do we keep adding him to stuff? But anyway, so him and Rick Ross got a song out called Entanglements. I am... T- <laughs> Talk about getting your money off of being trending like he getting he getting his bread but how uncomfortable do you think it is for will smith right now like i get that they probably have an open relationship and that's all fine and good but the way will's eyes was looking during that red table talk i couldn't tell if he was high or if he was just sick of this shit like he's sick of these niggas he's sick of black twitter everybody just like running this into the ground and i think if we being for real we know that jada's probably actually loving this because i feel like in my heart of hearts that sure they probably have an open relationship but like will said they were about to break up or there was like some trouble in paradise and to trump whoever will was dating jada went full-fledged public with this young thing so that was already one thing and you know they got back together and things are cute or whatever but now look at this this is a whole thing that has not gone away yet they sat down and gave 12 minutes to it which is absolutely nothing like they really paid this in dust but august is not letting this thing go a whole song a whole song y'all like (laughs) it's too much to think about it's too much to think about like i can't even just imagine for a moment that you are in an open relationship and many of you on on you know listening are probably poly or or got a, a triple a thruple and doing your thing and i think that's cute but just imagine that somebody that you used to date 
and that you kind of wanted to keep your business decides to tell the world that y'all was entangled in the sheets and not only that makes a whole album about it and multiple songs this is not the only song that he has made about jada he had a whole song calling her by her real name with text message receipts and all this stuff and then now this entanglement like ain't you tired boss you gotta be exhausted because my thing is if you let this go if you truly have let this go and everybody all the parties have moved on why are you making so much music about it i don't know I don't know. I don't know if I would ever do that. Like, I am a poet, and I used to be more into spoken word, and I do remember, you know, making a few poems for a few little, you know, little ditty bops that I, you know, had messed up with, and I recall, and I won't say his name because, who Lord, nobody needs to ever say his name, but I do have an ex who... What We were broken up at the time. I was entangled with somebody else, and he was real salty about that so he came to the open mic one night got on stage and did a whole poem about me and it wasn't like oh this might be about her like he was not in the scene everybody knew him because of me and he mentioned my name in the poem and called me all types of names i was so embarrassed that i left like, I walked out during half the poem because I knew exactly where it, it was going. And I'm no Jada Pinkett Smith, okay? I'm just Zoraine Truly. I'm just a little local joker at the time. And, um, yeah, it was embarrassing. And people would still come up to me and be like, you remember that time so-and-so uh, had that poem about you? <laughs> you remember he was mad at you? He put all my business out in the streets. Every piece of business I had, he put in the streets. And not to mention, that same guy did some other shady shit. That's a whole nother conversation. And we should have it because a lot of my friends who listen to the podcast be like, tell us more stories about your personal life and about your business. And I'm actually fine with that because a lot of this stuff happened years ago. But I say that to say this. I think that it's okay to have an open relationship. I think it's okay to be open about who you've dated and what you've gone through. But enough is enough. August, hang it up. You talented. You made it through all the hardships that you've made it through. Give it a rest, buddy. Jada, Will, get these people to sign some paperwork. Please. Immediately. We tired of hearing about y'all personal business well are we okay don't get them to sign nothing because then i might not have nothing to talk about if y'all want to listen to that song just look up entanglement by august and rick ross if you have not seen the red table talk i advise you to watch it because there are so many juicy moments in it somebody else need to watch this but until then thank you for tuning in to the nuance podcast stay entangled with me bye wait hold on that's your real cousin? Oh, shit. Damn, I thought that was for Play Play. You need to get that nigga now. He be talking real, real hella fast. Hey, y'all DNA cousins?
Ooh, I know you really wish he was And go on scoop him up Cause he getting on my nerves Go on scoop him up As long as you heard He was talking about that the earth was flat I'm trying to figure out what kind of shit is that Hey, but you can't help his mom and dad You can't help the child he had But go on scoop him up Nah, go on scoop him up Gon' scoop your cousin friend, he can't come over. It don't really matter even if he fucking sober. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Nah, for real, get him. Nah, he can't. Nah, he can't come over. Nah, he can't. Okay. Bye-bye. Don't y'all ever get tired? Do you? Do you get tired of shaming and not listening and supporting black women. I'm so tired, y'all. This week, Meg the Stallion was shot by Tory Lanez. And all over the internet is nothing but people joking about her injuries, calling it um, a hot shot summer. It's a full thread of black men saying that if the hot girls act up this summer, if women act up this this summer, all you need to do is shoot them. I got dudes on my timeline who I know personally po- posting and joking about this black woman being shot. And in the same breath, those same black men yell out that black lives matter. Those same black men are the ones that I have upheld, that I have protected, that I have protested for, that I have given care and understanding to. Those same black men are the same ones who were grieving a month and a half ago over Pop Smoke, who still post Tupac every week. Who blast Biggie Smalls at every chance that they get. But you telling me the moment a black female artist or person is shot, you don't have nothing to say but to make jokes. Make it make sense to me. I was on Facebook today and, you know, usually I don't let the trolls get to me. I I just, you know, I usually let it go. And I wish I had a screenshot at this post because the idiot in question decided to delete the post. So instead of having a conversation about why it's toxic to shoot your partner when they do something that, you know, you don't agree with or why it's a problem that black women face domestic violence at an alarming rate compared to other people now this nigga want to make the conversation about people body shaming tory lanes you heard that right this man made a post about people body shaming tory lanes if you're not in the know tory lanes is a rapper singer who was involved in the crime against Meg the Stallion. 
Tory Lanez was arrested, so his police report was released to the public. Turns out he's like 5'3", 120. He's a small guy. 5'3", he's a little guy. He don't weigh much. Fine, whatever. So, a couple people have been making memes about that too. Do I think that's okay? No. Do I see why people are making fun of him? considering he just shot a black woman maybe i used the example that hey r kelly is a full-blown fucking racist i'm sorry rapist and people had a lot to say about him being illiterate is that okay probably not should you make fun of people who are illiterate no but am I going to defend R. Kelly, somebody who has raped women longer than I've been alive? No. No, man. I'm not about to do that. Let the chips fall where they may. So this man decided to make a status that said, and I quote, Y'all always body shaming men who are short. Now, if I said that Lizzo weighed as much as a wildebeest, everybody's going to be on my ass. I read that, and the first thing that stood out to me is, yet again, another black man using a black woman that has nothing to do with anything to prove a point. So you telling me the only way that you can prove a point about body shaming is to not only defend a man who just shot a black woman and also body shame a black woman to prove your point. Where the fuck they do that at? Somebody make it make sense to me. So of course I got on the post because I thought I knew this person. And I thought, no, ain't no way that you would talk like this if you had an understanding of it. Again, black women, we so patient. We so kind. We is smart. (laughs) We is understanding. So I went on the post and I was like, hey, um, listen, I've been body shamed my whole life as a black woman. And I know a lot of black women who have been body shamed. And we understand and we support you. However, you using a black woman as your example of why you shouldn't be body shamed. That's one thing. But you actually body shaming that person to prove a point is fucked up. Secondly... Why are you using Tory Lanez as your example of why not to body shame? How is that okay? How? Why is that okay? The only response that I got back from this man is why... No, it it was... The reason why I use this because I knew nobody was going to take it serious unless I use this example. So you telling me that because you feel like people ain't taking you being a short person 
serious enough that you felt that you had to shame a black woman for that. When I can guarantee you, it wasn't black women who wasn't taking this serious. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. 50 cents. He don't like black women like that. He's not attracted to black women. He doesn't think that they're exotic. Fine. Nobody give a fuck. That's cool. Have your preference. But in that same breath, in an interview with Lil Wayne, 50 Cent is saying, oh, I, I like exotic women. I like a woman that's fresh off the boat. I like this. I like that. And then in the same breath, he goes on to say, I don't, um, cause I don't fuck with black women. They're angry. When I see them looking, I automatically have this prejudice because I think they all angry. And you don't know why we angry. You can't understand why we upset. Why can't you just have your preference? Why can't you just make your point? Are we not shitted on enough? We take the burden of being discriminated against as a woman. White women are put above us. We're discriminated against through for being black. And black men don't want to uplift us? I mean, how much are we supposed to take? I just don't have an understanding of it. I don't have an understanding of it. And with that post, it made me realize... I have been nice for too long. And it's okay to be upset. And it's okay to be mad. That every time I get on Oprah's internet... It's a black man who got something negative to say about the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I dress, the way I look. If I'm a hoe, if I'm a prude, if I'm a boss, if I'm broke, if I got five kids, if I choose not to have any, if I'm gay, if I'm straight, if I'm bi. Hypercritical of every move that we make. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It, it, I just, I really am. I don't think I've ever been so baffled. <laughs> I, I just, it, 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 it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you're listening to this and you're a black man, you need to listen for understanding and not just the response. If we go back to the conversation that I had with this guy about what he said, the only thing that he got out of it is that I, that he thinks I said that it's okay to shame somebody if you don't like them. I never said that. But you damn sure ain't finna have me defending R. Kelly about a goddamn thing. You damn sure ain't finna have me defending Tory Lanez about a goddamn thing. It's almost like if you can play basketball, if you can rap, if you have some sort of talent, then anything you do or say trumps anything a black woman has to say. It's sick and I'm tired of it. Get y'all shit together. 
I also just want to bring a point to using the word exotic to describe people um, who are just of a mixed background. A lot of times these women that people like 50 cents are referring to as exotic live in Illinois. Okay. A lot of these people with this background that 50 cents is attracted to, you know, light skin, the hair, whatever it may be that he's referring to as exotic live in North Memphis. Like this, this woman you talking about is from Seattle. Um, so I just, you, you using it all wrong and you, you referring to a black woman as if she can't be exotic because to use something that's exotic or unusual or that you haven't been around can very well be a black woman. She can be from Egypt or Kenya or Ghana. I, I just had to come back because I... Just make it make sense. Make it make sense. All right, on this segment of Get Your Cousin, let's go and line him up, Kanye West. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the press presidential campaign rally in South Carolina yesterday, but the my initial thoughts was, why God? Kanye West decided that he is going to go full-fledged with this presidential run, which is absolutely absurd but i'm gonna tell you this the last time i play games and thought there is no way in this world that y'all would vote in donald trump as y'all's president i was i was mistaken right i remember being beside this little raggedy ass fuck boy the night of the election he didn't even vote y'all that's a whole nother conversation so i was giving this nigga the cold sh- shoulder and i look at my phone at three o'clock in the morning and lo and behold it said that donald trump was gonna be our president i was still in denial i laid back down i was hoping that it was that it was a dream i woke up the next morning with my roommate who happens to be trans and this is important because obviously donald trump his whole platform goes against everything that the lgbtq community is fighting for so i just want you to know that the stakes were high as well as i'm a black woman if you haven't noticed we got up and we cried when i tell you that we held each other and we cried because we knew what direction this world was going to go in. And now fast forward to today. Look at us. Do you see us? Y'all see this shit? And y'all cousin-in-law Karen was the only person who I could not convince not to vote for Donald Trump. I have lost white women's friends because they went and voted for Donald Trump. And you know what a lot of them told me when I was concern upset to pray for our president to pray for our president and that comment rings so true when we talking about the white men of the black community and that is black men black men what is going on friend y'all gonna vote for kanye 
I've had a lot of people on my timeline talk about why they are voting for Kanye. And I'm really, really scared, y'all. Kanye West held his first press conference in South Carolina. And some of the highlights from that was that when I first um, tuned in, there were a lot of aunties and uncles. And they was, mm, and I. And it was before Kanye even made any points. He replied back to them with, I'll let you know when I'm finished with my thought, cutting everybody off in mid-excitement. No more plan A, plan B, or plan C. This is the platform for Kanye's pro-life agenda. He mentioned a story about how he really, really wanted to abort his first child, North, Northwest. But his Nubian queen, y'all's first lady, Kim Kardashian, stood up to him and said, no, I'm not going to have an abortion. Now, keep in mind, these people are billionaires and they're having a con. It's really hard for me to believe that Kim Kardashian even ever entertained the thought of having an abortion when we all know that the only thing that the Kardashians have ever wanted is to have biracial children. Come again, Kanye. Come again. This is a prime example of when passion, money, and talent does not make you ready for the world. Does not make you a great leader. Kanye West pulls a black woman on stage during this coonery. Tells her that she could, you know, ask him a question, but then pushes her to the back of the stage. He goes on a long rant where he mentions Amber Rose. He calls the last supper the last summer, which is very fucking fitting for 2020. He explains why he is so anti-abortion because Donda decided to, you know, keep him around when his daddy did not want him. Then he cries. Now, I want y'all to know that I do and we'll always have sympathy for people who are fighting mental health battles. But I don't have no sympathy for this. I'm trying to figure out why y'all first lady, Kim Kardashian, who gets to be a different person of color every day, ain't stood up to control her nigga. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. He stood on that stage, brought his mama up, and then proceeded to cry. Nobody knows why. He mentioned that he was just so happy that his mom stood up and did not allow him to be aborted. And then in the same breath says that he tried to force Kim Kardashian to get an abortion. So... Keep in mind, there is a black woman that is in, at the back of the stage that he's holding off for who knows what. He pulls your cousin Karen up to the front of the stage and she gets on the stage and questions his position on abortion. His response is, Steve Jobs is adopted. Steve Jobs is adopted. He continues to rant and rave and be just all around crazy. After he does that, 
He looks at this white woman and tells her that she's brave. And gives her a big old hug. Sends her on her way. He continues to go on and on, not talking about arresting the killers of Breonna Taylor, um, but rather how if you decide to have a baby, you should be awarded a million dollars. If you decide to go through with having a baby, if you were raped, if you were a minor, if you might lose your life during the birth of this child that you will be awarded $1 million, y'all. Help me. Please. Help me. Help me. This man is unstable. He should not be president. And I... The similarities between him and Trump is just... It's terrifying. It's terrifying. You have a community of people who have uplifted Trump. If y'all, I don't know how the people are listening to this podcast, but for my 80s babies, you remember that Donald Trump used to be mentioned all the time in hip hop. He was uplifted as a businessman. As someone who was self-made, who made his own money. And with that pat on the back... From the black community. And that uplift. From the Karens of the United States. Donald Trump. Became president. You understand what I'm saying? 10 years ago. If somebody told you that Donald Trump. Would be your president. Ain't no way. Ain't no way you would believe that. And that's why we really. Have to pull up. We got to pull up and vote this election because shit is getting wild. Crazier things have happened. It is 2020. Do you understand? Kanye West called the last supper the last summer. And this might be our last (laughs) summer if we don't step up during this election. Now, remember the black woman I told you that Kanye West pulled on stage? She sat in the back on the stage that he pulled her up on silent didn't say a word let him spew all the crazy shit that he was spewing um one example of that was that (sighs) harriet tubman did not free the slaves she only took them to work for other white people this is the same man that said slavery was a choice Do you know that Harriet Tubman is rolling in her grave right now? A man with such power, a billionaire, a billionaire black man. And y'all keep buying his shoes and sweatsuits and these slippers and contributing to this man. It's telling your ancestors, fuck you. It's teaching those who will not educate themselves falsities of our history I don't I don't I don't think y'all hear me I don't think I don't think y'all mad enough I don't think y'all are scared enough if no election didn't scare you straight I don't know what it's a whole ass pandemic friends 
It's people who have lost their lives, who have lost their jobs, their houses, can't feed their kids. That was America to begin with. But now there's a pandemic. Things are dire. And the last thing we need is to hear Kanye West spit in our ancestors face. Now, keep in mind, I understand Kanye West is not stable, obviously. But do we give the same leeway to black women who are unstable? And you know, I hate to mention this because uh, this young lady needs all the help in the world. Azalea Banks. Y'all threw her out. Okay. Threw her out. Directly to the trash can. But y'all made Kanye West a billionaire. Make it make sense, y'all. Make it make sense. So, like a perfect representation of what America is and how they treat black women. This girl sits quietly in the back of this presidential campaign rally in South Carolina. Towards the last five minutes after Kanye has decided that he gonna hug and squeeze a Karen and tell her she brave. Make sure she ain't scared and that she's safe. He brings the young lady forward the last five minutes she asked a question about gun violence which is very 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 important in this day and age considering what's going on in our world and what's going on in Kanye West's birthplace which is Chicago Kanye cuts her off aggressively does not answer her question mentions Wakanda? Wakanda. Tells her that she wants the world to be Wakanda. Now, I don't know what kind of racist shit is going on. What kind of self-hating is going on. But it's a perfect example of what I've been talking about. How black men are always silencing black women. Now, this woman, respectfully waited until the last five minutes of this shit to ask her question she does not get an answer and she gets disrespected saying that she's aggressive and she wants the world to be wakanda what is going on that video surfaced of her telling her story about what happened and what did you niggas say so y'all went down there to argue are you guys supporters yes or no What's happening? What is going on? Everybody's forgiving this man so easily. And he is just shitting on us. On all of us. But because black women are getting the grunt of that, y'all don't even care. I just, I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Um, I don't think that you should vote for Kanye West for president. I do think he needs to go get some help. And I'm not going to be nice about it anymore. Black women, we ain't got to be nice no more. The times of turning the other cheek, getting slapped on both sides <laughs> for trying to be supportive of people that look like us but don't represent us that shit is over with 
And I beg of you, my listeners, please go out and vote. Stop buying Yeezys, the jailhouse slippers, whatever the fuck he's putting out. Stop it. Stop it. Unless you want another four years that looks like what we've been through the last four years. Go out and vote, y'all.